Hey, this is Chelsea Perry. Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. Hey, one of the things I want to talk about today is what is really going on. A couple a couple of years ago, somebody came into my life. His name's Coach Joe, and we were talking about getting to know ourselves. And he was he was talking to me, processing with me, uh, introducing the concept of really figuring out why you do what you do and getting to the heart of who you really are and who you really want to be. And so I just remember this process of me kind of analyzing my behavior after situations. And it was kind of painful at first and kind of awkward at first, but now it's become a habit. And I'm so thankful for it because I've noticed some very weird behavior from myself that I don't know that I would have ever noticed if I hadn't put this practice in into place in my life. So one of the things, my brother Kingston was coming into town and it was a really important trip. And it was, he had had some uh, very specific things go on in his life. And I was really excited about providing this magical trip to save the day for Kingston. And I went and I spent all this money on all making up all this food for him. I literally put chocolate on his um, pillow and I was ridiculous. You know, I was in Chelsea hospitality mode and I was having so much fun you know, kind of saving the day, being the hero, rescuing uh, Kingston. And so when he got there, I was so excited to impose on him all of my ideas of what I thought he would love. So I brought out, you know, a fruit tray and I brought out all these things that I had done. And he was very grateful, but I could feel this hesitancy. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, well, I'm, I thank you, but I, I, I can't eat all this. And I was like, Okay. And then, um, so I was like, you know, (laughs) okay, no problem. No problem. Um, and then, you know, he he was like, I kind of, I kind of wanted to go out to eat, but I I mean, we can eat this too. Like, it's no problem. Like, I'm so, uh, thank you for making this for me, you know? And so I was like, no, no, we can go out to eat. No problem. So I switched gears and we went out to eat and, you know, it was great. It was fine. Then the next day I wanted to take him to this really special restaurant. I'm so excited about it. And I kind of imposed my will on him again, trying to save the day and thinking about what I would want in his situation. And so we drove far away and we got there and it was a really long wait. And he's like, ah, you know, let's just skip it. We don't need to go here. And then I got mad and I was mad at him. And I, I was like, come on, Kingston, this place is awesome. Like, let's wait. It's worth it. You know, and I'm getting really mad. And so then I go, wait a minute, you know what's really happening here? I'm upset that I didn't have the right plan in place. I'm upset that what I wanted to do for you didn't work. I'm upset that I didn't make the right call and I'm mad at you because I didn't do the right thing for you. That's what I'm really upset about. I'm upset that I didn't save the day in the right way. And he was like, no problem. And I'm like, okay, great. And he's like, you don't need to save the day. Like, don't feel any pressure. And I'm like, I do feel pressure, but it's on myself. And so we had this like really deep, vulnerable, honest conversation. And he's like, don't hide the truth behind something else, you know? And all of a sudden it was like, I think I always do that. And so it was this huge revelation, like how it's more safe feeling to protect the thing that's really happening with something that you project and you present in front of it so that nobody can get to the heart of the matter because it hurts or it's too close to home or it's too intimate or too vulnerable. And what I realized through that exercise with Kingston is, wow, I do that a lot. And 
it's my way of loving somebody. Not anymore. This was a couple years ago and I really don't do it anymore. Like I don't project my will of love on someone else and then I'm hurt that they don't like what I wanted them to do anymore. Isn't that weird? It sounds so ludicrous if I say it out loud. It's like, does anyone ever do this? And then I've told so many people this story and they say, thank you so much for telling me that because... Thank you so much for telling me that because I had no idea that other people do this. I thought I was the only one. And so that helped me. And I realized this is something that kind of could set people free. People that are like me, or if you have someone close to you that's like me that does this, the true heart behind it is that they just want to help you win. And they want to do such a good job of loving you. And then when they don't hit the mark, it's like they failed. And so that's what's really going on under the surface. So now this just happened again this week. Something came up and I didn't want to do it. And so I just started piling excuses like, oh, no, oh, no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But the reason I didn't want to do it is I didn't want to fail. I felt like I didn't have anything to offer. And so at first I was like, why didn't anybody figure this out? Like I started I started projecting and presenting other reasons why I didn't want to do it. And then as I processed it and got to the heart of why I really didn't want to do it, it was fear or it was feeling like I didn't have anything or like, it's like, what is it really? What's really the problem? Not what are we projecting and pretending the problem is. And so I think that that own, that honest ownership and vulnerability of what's really truly happening is one of those things that um, make you a lot more effective. And even though it's really scary because you're telling the truth in a situation that you wouldn't want to normally tell, it's actually ultimately the best thing to make you um, actually, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like instead of protecting yourself, the best thing to do is expose and be truthful. And then that way, It's like, oh, yeah, everybody relates to it, too, because we all have the same basic instincts and basic feelings where we have insecurity or fear of failure or all these things that are pretty standard uh, issues. And so instead of like thinking we're the only one, it's like, truthfully, we're not. There's a lot of other people out there that are dealing with exactly the same fears. And so if we can just be honest and say, oh man, I wanted to save the day. And instead you don't really like what I picked. Then all of a sudden it just, it makes it where you can hone in on the truth. And the truth is so appealing. When you tell the truth, it's something that really does make other people feel like more connected. It feels like, even though it's scary and sometimes um, you don't have to be vulnerable with everybody. People don't all have to have access to the inner courts of your heart, but just being willing to tell the truth, I feel like is one of those things that um, has helped me to be a lot more uh, effective. It's also helped me to feel like I want to isolate myself more because it's really scary, like really being truthful and um, exposing like what's deep and behind something like my personality is I want to be like Chandler from friends and just like throw out jokes, 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 anything we can do to create a diversion so that people don't start to get um, more of an uh, idea of what's really truly beneath the surface. (laughs) And you know what? We all have our go to's comfort eating or distracting ourselves with the wrong person or um, whatever. It's like all of us have our things that we go to to try to protect ourselves or distract ourselves. 
But it seems like the sooner that we can get closer to the heart of whatever's really going on, the, the quicker we are to heal, the quicker we are to bring healing, and the quicker our relationships seem to be more honest. And it's just awesome. Like I was talking to a young couple recently and I told him the story of Kingston and I when I was trying to be um, awesome. <laughs> and he was just like, basically like, stop trying so hard. I'm fine. Like, chill. And um, and they, they she said, thank you so much for telling that story because that's exactly how I feel. I feel like that. I feel like I constantly am trying to save the day and I'm constantly I'm constantly hiding how I really feel because I'm nervous because I'm vulnerable. And I was like, we all do that. We just never talk about it. And really, I never even would have realized I did it except Coach Joe teaching me the exercise of of evaluating my behavior and then evaluating people's response to my behavior. And I remember that night thinking, man, that was so weird of me to impose my way of loving Kingston on him. And me being like, look at all this food I made you. Look at all, look at that. Did you know this is chocolate on your pillow? And that was my like, psycho way of loving on him. I mean, to me, my heart was pure in it, but maybe not 100% pure because I was hurt when he didn't like it. I mean, if it was 100% pure, the gift would have been um, just to give it freely and not expect anything in return and not to demand an incredible response. And he actually did respond well. He, he thanked me for it. He was gracious. I just know him well. And I realized you just want to go to the movies? Okay, no problem. Instead of me like demanding that he eats this food I made. And really, I probably went into nervous making something great mode as a big sister. I was like, here he comes. I'm nervous. What what can I do? Like, I wasn't nervous he was coming, but just like, uh, excited, excited, excited. What, what what can I do? What can I do? And so I went into the mode of I'm going to create a bunch of, of great things for him. And really, if I would have like gotten to the heart of what he wanted, it would have been probably to go out to cool places and to chill and not make him feel pressured. So, I mean, duh, looking back. So now I know that. And my mom always says to give gifts according to what the person wants to receive and not according to what you want to give. So that is a very good revelation about what is it that the person, you know, how would they receive this? And I kind of have a tendency to be a lot as a person. I have bright red hair, I have a big smile, and honestly, like, I'm always pretty happy most of the time. And that's like a lot for a lot of people, just those three things alone. <laughs> so I I have learned, you know, to read the room, uh, watch people's responses and body language, listen. I try to listen. I have a couple birthdays coming up. I don't handle everybody's birthdays the same. I love celebrating life. It's a really big, important thing to me. But me imposing um, personalized graffiti on everybody is not a gift that's well-received unless the person that receives it appreciates it. And so I am. I try to really be intentional with how I design people's birthdays or gifts or celebration according to what the person would appreciate instead of me forcing, this is how I love, so receive it. And instead, I listen. I'm like, I just asked somebody the other day, do you still have that picture I gave you? And not like, do you still have that picture I gave you? But more like, was that, did you like that? Like, what, because they have a birthday coming up. I'm like, what do they like? What's important to them? What would, what would create a, a good, um, feeling of being honored in them. Is it what I would feel loved by or is it what they would feel loved by? Obviously. And that's hard to figure out. So 
I have another birthday coming up. I'm giving somebody like a Taco Bell gift card, which is hilarious, but it's because I listen. And this person is super, super healthy. But when they have a cheat meal, they go to the dollar menu at Taco Bell. Is that not hilarious? So I was like, game on. I know exactly what I'm going to get you for your birthday. I'll get you a 10. He doesn't know this yet. I'm going to get him a $10 gift card to Taco Bell and then a ton of the certain kind of protein bar that I saw that he likes. Now, if I were doing his birthday, I would have a whole different thing that I did. But since I know that that's what he likes, that's what I'm getting him. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, we know this stuff, but it really helps me when I try to think through the eyes of the person and listen to what they've told me, people will tell you what they like. People will tell you who they are and they'll tell you how they want to be treated. You just have to listen. And so I love expressing love. Like it is hard for me to hold love back. And meaning I would be like, a koala bear on everybody, hugging everybody, just telling everybody how much I love them all the time. That's just who I am. I'm I'm super affectionate, which is great for people that are affectionate. And for people that aren't, it's like, hi, can you give me some space? (laughs) So I've learned that. I don't get to just like love on everybody the way that, um, I want to. I'm careful with that. I'm I want to I want to do what people receive. You know what I'm saying? Like be careful with that. So, um I don't know. I just think this is one of those lessons that I I hope I articulated well. It's kind of awkward to uh bring it into a real clear perspective, but basically instead of hiding the truth of how you feel behind something else, um just say the truth. And there's a way to say it in a non-hurtful way. Um, there's a way to structure it where you talk about the way you feel instead of focusing on the way other people are being like, King, I made you all this food and you didn't like it. It's like, that's not true. He actually was really sweet about it. I was upset that I didn't hit the mark. So it's like, what can I change in the situation? Not how can everybody else change? Because, well, no, we're not changing each other anytime soon, but there is hope if we change ourselves. So anyway, that's what I have to say about that. It's, I hope that this makes sense and, I hope that this uh, can bring some kind of clarification and a deeper understanding of each other in our relationships. Listen to when people are saying something that's wrong, listen for what's really wrong, because sometimes they're not saying the truth of, of what it really is. Look for the thing behind the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really be this upset about this. Are you really? You know, don't say it like that. <laughs> that usually backfires. But um see what the heart of the matter is. And it really is worth it. Like diving in to try to have better understanding, seek to understand instead of to be understood. Okay. Awesome. That's all I've got to say about this. And I'll be back to talk more later.